Paul Klee, 1879-1940, at Parnassum, 1932. The painting at Parnassum is not only one of the few large format paintings by Paul Klee, it was also created using an elaborate, multi-layered process. First, the artist painted the larger squares in muted colors, an unprimed canvas. Then he dabbed on the smaller squares, first with a white layer, then repeating the process with different diluted colors. Finally, he added the orange circle and the lines to the painting. A circle, an arch, and four points pointing in all four directions of the compass stand out from the evenly painted structure and add dynamism to the composition. The warm glowing circle is reminiscent of the sun and the curved shape in the lower left corner of a gate. The large point near the top edge of the painting can be interpreted as a roof, a mountain, or a pyramid. The artist once said that his paintings were abstract, but based on memory. Ad Parnassum does indeed combine various memories. Some three years prior to the creation of the painting, Clay visited Egypt and the pyramids. The small squares can thus be interpreted as blocks of stone. The shape is also reminiscent of Mount Nizan on the shores of Lake Thun, which Clay knew very well and had previously painted. The white color could therefore be taken to symbolize snow. The title of the painting refers to Mount Parnassus near Delphi. It was sacred to the ancient Greeks because it was said to be home to Apollo and the Muses. The title, Towards Parnassus, could mean the path leading through the gateway to this mountain dedicated to the arts. At the same time, the painting represents one of Clay's many attempts to combine painting with music. Gratus ad Parnassum is actually the title of a book on music theory, specifically about polyphony, in other words, using more than one voice. Clay was familiar with the book. The different colors and shapes can therefore also be seen as an analogy for the polyphonic sound of an orchestra. The pointers to left and right can be read as a symbol of crescendo and decrescendo, respectively. Last but not least, the painting is also a reminder of his recently relinquished position at the Bauhaus, where Clay had taught for 10 years and where creative exercises with basic geometric shapes played a crucial role. Consequently, the painting cannot be reduced to a single interpretation. Rather, it unfolds its richness in the tension between the representational and the non-representational, construction and intuition, landscape and architecture, music and painting. Visit the Museum of Fine Arts Bern and see the original works. And download the free app Museen Bern from the App Store.